Brendan Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. And happy birthday, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's April 21st of 2022. Y'all know he's been waiting on this for a long time. <laughs> and the stage, the floor, oh. the mic is yours. Man, I've waited 364 <laughs> days for this. To be celebrated? Yeah, because it basically is this time of year, this day of the year where people are nice to me. Brandon. So. <clears throat> no, that's basically what happens. You heard the show yesterday where people were just blasting me. Uh, Maybe they, today they'll be nice. They were friends. Yeah, today's the day you're supposed to be nice to me. So so what I'll do is I'll do a post today yeah. about Brandon, a happy birthday post, and y'all can respond appropriately and nicely so he'll be happy today. Now you're just trying to get likes on your own page. You can follow me on Instagram See, or I Facebook. Knew it. Oh. I knew it. 100%. <laughs> I will warn you, though, because I'm in a pretty good mood today, you know, because... I wake up oh, to good. a few birthday texts and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, today is my day. And today is a day where I'm 100% in party mode. Party mode, party mode, party mode. it, Dustin Lynch. How it goes, how it goes, how it goes. All right. We got lights, honky tonks, till they close. Honky tonk a little bit tonight. Party mode, party mm-hmm. mode. Party, party mode, mode is the day today. We're going to spend the whole show in party mode. Plus... Uh, I'm going to reflect a little bit because obviously on a day like this, I'll probably be a tad bit emotional. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure uh, if I need some more testosterone this week, but I've been a tad bit emotional. <laughs> Please, somebody bring a shot. Uh, plus today, uh, Arkansas schools are focused on growing the future. We'll give you information on that. Uh, there's a Netflix documentary on Abercrombie and Fitch. And uh, we have some behind the scenes secrets of Abercrombie and Fitch, which when you hear these, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I went to that store. I can't believe they were doing that. And if you're a fan of 90s country, there's an awesome uh, event coming up. I know a lot of us are fans of that. We'll tell you how you can celebrate 90s country coming up as we go throughout the show this morning as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for getting up and starting your day with us. Hey, a heads up. If you're looking for a new job, maybe becoming a truck driver might be for you. We've heard the talk that some of these truck drivers are making like 120000 bucks a year. And you were saying you thought it would be the greatest job ever because you would be by yourself. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I think that? <laughs> I love to travel. You're on music, you're on podcasts. Yeah, do whatever I want. Stop wherever I want, eat whatever I want. I'd like to go across the country, maybe across the world, drive across the oceans. So there's a five-week class being offered by Black River Technical College where they're going to get people on the road and get them ready to drive. It's the whole commercial driver's license deal. And the whole the whole idea behind this is there's tons of companies who are looking for drivers out there. There's a shortage because with the pandemic, you know, a lot of people were kind of displaced or had to leave that profession. But now that the world is opening back up, uh, they need people to work and they're trying to train these people. So there's tons of demand. Now, you can't get into the class until September of 2022. But just know the Black River Technical College offers that CDL program and maybe you want to be on the road. Maybe you want to keep on trucking. They say, uh, you know, in some areas where, let's say, the, the median uh, income is, you know, 40000 bucks, truckers in the same area are making fifty or sixty. Wow. When you were younger, did you, when you would pass truckers, when someone was driving, did you ever give them the, the universal, like, pull the, pull the horn sign? I'm doing, like, pulling the horn down. Quit acting like I'm doing something bad. 
I'm pulling the uh, horn down. No, I got down. you. I got you. Yeah, of course we did that. Do, do people still do that, or was that a generational thing? Like, I wonder if truck drivers, if you're listening to us right now, do people still pass you, pass you, and go, like, yeah. Because, like, it, it basically, if they did it, and the nice ones would do it back, yeah, right? If you're a little yeah. kid, uh, you would freak out. Like, the whole crap, the whole car would cheer. Yeah. Like, I got him to do it. I got him to do it. Well, sometimes when I'm with adults, I still like no. to. No. I still like to do pull the horn. No, I don't think you want to pull it's the horn. It's fun because it kind of takes you back to your, to your childhood. And if they honk, the whole car goes crazy, even if it's adults, because it's like it brings them back. It brings back this, uh, I don't know, this feeling. So just know if you're a trucker and I pass you, I'm going to give you the honk, honk. And it's my way of saying a friendly hello. You know what the truckers would rather you do? I, you know what? I don't want any kind of ideas that you have. What? It's you're not the same when it's an adult. Doing, no, it's not, the, okay. it's not the same when you're an you adult. You are a moron. You, <laughs> no, uh-uh. I was going to say, put on some shorts and kick your legs on the dash and watch the truckers look. You oh. ever seen that? You ever done that? No. No. Oh, well, I did it tell once. The truckers were going nuts. <laughs> your wife said you have a great set of legs. <laughs> <laughs> I must work out. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Think about this. If you knew in the next 10 years that the world was going to end, what would your priority be? It's kind of a morbid, I guess, kind of a morbid thing to think about. All right, if the world is ending, what's the most important thing to you? They were doing this survey and they were talking to people and they were like, what do you think it is, right? Uh, And they gave options. The options were, would you rather have as much fun as possible? Would you rather try to save the world? Would you change everything or change anything? Or would you want to spend more time uh, with your loved ones, more quality time? What do you think was number one? Uh, I'm going to say spending more quality time with your family. That was number one. 52% of people said if they knew the world was ending, that's what they would want to do. So I think most of them are probably lying. <laughs> well, okay, you can spend time with your loved ones and friends, but you can also have a ton of fun. That was that would be mine. That would be the the split. Okay, so you're going to try to take the survey and twist it to fit your own narrative. Uh, yes. <laughs> so the second one, the, the the thing that came in second was, of course, people would say they'd like to have as much fun as possible, which I get that. It's the whole uh, Tim McGraw song. Who's the person that thinks humanity can be saved in ten years? What do you mean? That person, uh, not many people. We've been trying to save humanity forever. Zero percent of people said they'd try to save the world. Because basically. <laughs> it's already gone. Dude, if you know you're going, what does it even matter at that point? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. You got to live it up. And again, in a situation like that, I'm thinking it's one thing. I'm thinking it's party mode. Party mode. Oh, here we go. Party mode. Party mode. Oh, party. How it goes, how it goes, how Come it to find goes. out. When they break it down between men and women, the women are much more likely to say family and guys are much more likely to choose fun. <laughs> Is no, that a surprise? You know what? No comment. <laughs> Not a surprise whatsoever. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2007 and Carrie Underwood had the number one song in country music on this day.
Carrie Underwood, Wasted, number one on this day in 2007. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I do it a big on a Thursday morning. It's April 21st, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Tim McGraw. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. Watch my corn pop up and grow. So Tim McGraw is getting set to launch his summer tour, and he launches in Arkansas One week from tomorrow. That's a really big deal. Tim's talking about how right before COVID hit, he was kind of tired of being on the road. He was tired of performing. And he thought, maybe I need six weeks off. Or maybe I need six months off. Or maybe I need a year off. And then COVID hit. And he got bored. Mm. And he realized he was missing that interaction with his fans. He was missing being on stage. So Tim launches his first solo tour in six years. One week from tomorrow in Rogers, Arkansas, at the Walmart Amp. You can be there to see Tim McGraw live. Not a moment too soon. Come on, Arkansas. Without a minute to spare. Day number one. You touched my heart when I didn't have a It's going to be a big show. Tim McGraw at the Walmart Amp. You can count on that. one, two, three, like a bird I sing. And it's pretty much guaranteed that you'll like it, and more than likely you'll love it. I want some more of it. I try so hard. I can't Tim McGraw, one week from tomorrow, Rogers, Arkansas, at the Walmart Amp. We have country music news on Keith Urban. This goes out to the drifters and all of the dreamers ready to fly. So Australia has their own version of The Voice called The Voice Australia, and the show is in the middle of the blind audition. So that's when the when the coaches have their chairs turned around and they're listening. So there's this one contestant that stood out. It's 32-year-old Kay, uh, Kaylee Bell. So Kaylee takes the stage and sings a song that she wrote as a tribute to Keith Urban. Now, here's the deal. He's there right in front of her. The song is called Keith, and the coaches, including Keith Urban, are there in front of her, like I said, in the chairs. In total, I want you to listen to this. Kaylee name-dropped at least 13 of Keith's songs throughout the lyrics. Yeah, it's really, really cute. So see if you can count how many she did. Here's Kaylee Bell. I know those days go by It was a wasted time And a little bit of everything And you said that I look good in your shirt Get back when we were Once in a lifetime left Can't help but think of you What do you think of me When you play that key Somebody like you Yeah, somebody like I'm just going to tell you, that needs to be on the radio. It That's good. Does. That's she really sounds good. good. He was excited about it. If you want to see Kaylee performing her Keith Urban tribute, we'll have it up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Blog. And country music news on Eric Church. So I'm a fan of Eric Church. I love uh, hearing him perform live. I love the raw sound of his voice. And Eric has given us a, an acoustic version of his song, Heart on Fire. I have a sneak peek of it. I want to give you a sneak peek right now. Here's Eric Church. Acoustic style. A turned up radio, but the static was headed. Could make out any words, but take me to the letter. And look on your face was full of your desire. 
soaking my soul in gas and setting my heart on fire. That's also up on the blog if you want to check it out. It is the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the cockroach, unlike most animals, can survive its head being cut off because its brain is not actually housed inside it, but rather inside of its body. Once it's decapitated, a cockroach will keep on ticking, walking around, going about its business, eventually dying from starvation as it no longer has a mouth to eat with. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know. Yeah. Did you know you can get your eyeballs tattooed? Oh. There is a tattoo trend going around right now where you can get the whites of your eyes injected with ink of all different kinds of colors, ranging from green to purple. Oh but th- but there's, there's risks, Brandon. Uh, pain yeah. and prolonged blurred and double vision. Yeah, that doesn't sound mm-hmm. like it's worth the risk to me. Yeah. And Brandon brought this one to me today on his birthday. Did? did you know if you break wind when you're in your birthday no, suit, no. it can actually spread germs in the air and could contaminate food that's nearby. So as long as you're wearing clothes, they filter the germs That's, oh. so you'll be safe. That is horrible. Who is it that walks around around their food with no clothes on and breaks wind? Who is that person? Well, I just got a text from your wife. Okay, That's all. she's banned That's from all. texting you. She's banned. And if you didn't know, That's now ridiculous. you know. Ridiculous. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Today is a state holiday. I understand they're going to have the flags honoring me around the state today. My birthday is today. Brandon, when they do something with the flags, that means someone has probably passed away. Yeah. That, that's, we won't do the flag thing today. I'll, I'll talk okay. to the governor and tell him that's probably not the Oh, best you'll thing. talk to the governor. Maybe Arkansas State, because they light up their tower. Oh, my goodness. That's a great thought. Maybe they can light their tower in honor of me today. Would that be a good one? Yeah. Somebody call you a vague, get them on the phone, get them to do that as well. I mean, that's a big deal. It really is. Today's also National Kindergarten Day. And I think back to my time in kindergarten and I think like my kindergarten somehow was like a part of the high school I ended up going to all those years later, right? Wow. And I can still visualize being dropped off at kindergarten, a complete mama's boy. And I was scared to death because I'd never been separated from my mom. Right? Yes. And I, I so wanted, you know, her to stay with me. And I remember crying. And then I remember this other instance where I was out there on the playground at kindergarten. And I guess I was roughhousing around a little bit and I fell down. And I remember getting rocks kicked in my eyes by another kindergartner. Rocks. And dirt flew into my eyes. And I remember crying and them having to take me inside and try to rinse out my eyes. But when you're in kindergarten, the idea of them trying to put some type of solution in your eyeballs to get them clean. Is very traumatic. Of course, yes. And I still have those visions. I still have the visions of sitting on little squares of carpet in kindergarten. Like that was my square. Yeah. And I believe we took naps on those same little pieces of carpet that were laid in the floor. There was no padding. It was just a piece of carpet. It was like a little rug. Hey, go sleep on the rug over there. You didn't have the blue and red like foam mat pad where you could unfold it, the little trifold thing, and you lay on your little mat? No. They had those? Literally, I remember us laying in the floor, and they'd be mad, like, go to sleep. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's 20 people here. There's no pillow. How am I going to sleep here just laying on the floor? What am I, a dog? Yeah, I wasn't a sleeper in kindergarten either. I got in trouble for talking. 
That's oh, y'all show. couldn't see his big eye roll, but uh, he just rolled his eyes real big. She hadn't stopped talking since okay, kindergarten. Okay, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a true story. Also, I remember as we celebrate National Kindergarten Day, I remember uh, wanting to take home the letter people. These were inflatable <laughs> letters, and like you could learn different things. Like A is for Apple, and it might have been Mr. Apple, the letter person. <laughs> and there was a big A, and that's how they taught us the letters. And I remember being a person who thought that it would be cool to have all of the letter people in my room at home because I didn't really have very many friends except for my friend Joe. Most people would be like, oh, did you want to learn the alphabet? Did you want to play with the with the the alphabet toys? And you were like... No, I just wanted to seem like I had more friends. Yeah, I'd like to look over there and have all like 20-something friends hanging 26. out. 26 friends hanging out, all with different letters on their on their little shirts and stuff like that. Did you have a fav- favorite letter? Uh, let's see, my favorite letter. I had two. <laughs> you did? Yeah. <laughs> we won't get into that. Huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you was one of them. Uh, Brandon Baxter. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a bride secretly drugged the guests at her wedding oh, with help God. from the caterer. Oh. And she was surprised that it didn't go well. 42-year-old woman named Dania Sapovita got married in February, and the reception featured a dinner that was laced with marijuana. Oh my. Apparently, it was added to the olive oil, which was served alongside the pasta, and the caterer was 31-year-old Jocelyn Bryant, mm. the owner of a place called Jocelyn Southern Kitchen, and she was in on it. Both uh, Danya and Jocelyn thought it was funny that the guests should be excited. They felt like they were giving the, the guests a gift. Jeez. Well, the guests say they were not informed mm. that the food had been spiked, and it wasn't long before they started feeling high, sick, confused, and paranoid. A 70-year-old woman told police she had, quote, no control over her mind and body and that her mind was playing strange things in her head. Also, the best man uh, the best man uh, had eaten so much of the spiked food, he could barely speak. The groom reportedly had no idea this was happening. So it sounds like this marriage will last forever. <laughs> yeah, right. Several guests were hospitalized, but everyone made a full recovery. Both Dania and Jocelyn are now facing felony charges. But speaking of spiking food at a wedding reception, how can you tell if someone's spiked your chocolate pie with alcohol. Oh, gosh, I have no idea. How could you tell? The proof is in the pudding. Uh, <laughs> no. And there's even more uh, proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for having us on this morning. I was reading a thing talking about uh, fast food. They gave out fast food awards, okay? Okay. Uh, and they're called the Fasties. So if you love fast food, maybe you spend... A lot of money on fast food, like unfortunately we have yeah. in the past. Uh, here's the deal. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to name out the category. You tell me who you think is going to win it, okay? Okay. And then I'll tell you who actually won. Best breakfast. Oh, uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. McDonald's. Sorry, that was my own. Yeah, McDonald's made the list, but Wendy's is number one. Yeah, their okay. breakfast. Have you tried it? Mm-mm. It's pretty good. Okay. I like it. Best cheeseburgers. Uh, uh, McDonald's. So they they went with Culver's, their butter burger, which I've never had before. Then it was In and Out, the double double. Then oh. Sonic made the list with the supersonic double cheeseburger. Hmm. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Best spicy chicken sandwich. What do you think? Uh, Popeyes. 
Popeye's number one. Burger King, the spicy chicken was number two. And then KFC spicy chicken came in at number three. Are you already knowing what sandwich you're going to get today? I'm starving. Uh-huh. I'm absolutely tell. starving. Uh, best fish sandwich. Uh, oh, fish. Uh, Captain D's. Captain D's, please. Uh, doesn't make it. Oh. Uh, Popeye's classic flounder fish was number oh. one. And I've never tried that. A lot of times I feel weird going through trying a fish sandwich. Like, I know yeah. I like the McDonald's fish sandwich. Yes. But I tried one that was recommended one time in a drive-thru, and it wasn't as good as I was hoping. Yeah. I was like, I think I want my fish sandwich to be a little bit better than this. So I haven't tried Popeye's. Maybe I can have some flounder for my birthday. Flounder. I can flounder on my birthday. Nothing says a happy birthday like flounder. <laughs> uh, best chicken nuggets. Who do you think? Oh, Chick-fil-A. Uh, Chick-fil-A does make the list. Not number one, according to the Fasties Awards. Number one, and I, I don't think I've ever tried their nuggets, Arby's Premium Chicken Nuggets. Huh. Popeye's Nuggets, number two, then Chick-fil-A's Nuggets. But to me, man, those Chick-fil-A Nuggets... Mm-hmm. The thing is, I have to eat so many of them. I want so many of them. I know. Because they're so good. Best fries. Uh, I'm going to have to say McDonald's. McDonald's makes a list. Number two, but they said Arby's Curly Fries won the award for the Fasties. Then Chick-fil-A's Waffle Fries. So, I'm trying to think which one would be my favorite fries. If I were to pick, if I were going to go ahead and go and pick, because again, we eat a lot of fast food. Those crinkle fries. Not Mm. a lot of people have those. Yeah, they're pretty good. The You're curly really fries. Thinking. I'm trying, trying to think. The curly fries aren't my favorite fries. I like the potato cakes at Arby's. They were they were fantastic. Hmm. But McDonald's does have good fries. Hey, the new Wendy's fries are pretty good as well. You tried oh. those lately? No, but thanks to you, I probably will. You today. salt them up. Oh my goodness! But anyway, the Fasties Awards are out. If you're somebody who enjoys fast food. Uh, There you go. Maybe something that made you hungry today. And maybe you're like me and you want to celebrate today. If you would like to celebrate my birthday, go get yourself a (laughs) flounder sandwich. And bring one to Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Uh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to for you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It is Thursday, April the 21st of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Dustin Haney of Atkins, turning 42 today. Joy Irvin from Wynn is celebrating John Culver. Happy birthday. We have Christopher Hooker of Stuttgart celebrating a birthday today. Kim Vong of Percy. Megan Chastain of Stuttgart celebrates. Maurice Alderson of Stuttgart also celebrating today. Holly Ring. Happy birthday. Susan Naylor of Jonesboro. Aiden White. Of Stuttgart, Kathy Hitchcock from Wynn is celebrating Haley Ligon. Of Stuttgart, Emily Floyd in Russellville celebrates today. Vicki Tyler has a birthday. Uh, Tina Merriman of Jonesboro. Amanda Carrington of Jonesboro. Tiffany Porter of El Dorado celebrates. Diana South, who's from Wynn, also is celebrating a birthday today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... 
Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Rachel Lindsay, who is 37. She was on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yeah. Tony Romo is 42 today, retired Dallas Cowboy quarterback. He's also an analyst for the NFL. Yeah, CBS. He's actually really good. He's yeah, a, he I think good. He's, he does a great job. So Tony Romo, 42. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Rob Riggle, who is 52. He was on SNL, The Hangover, and 21 Jump Street. Happy birthday to Robert Robert Smith from The Cure, who's 63. Now, I do believe you might know a song from The Cure. Yes. Saturday. So, Robert Smith of The Cure, 63 years old today. Andy McDowell is 64 from Groundhog Day and Four Weddings and a Funeral. Brutus the Barber Beefcake hey. is 65, WWF superstar of the 80s. Yeah. Happy birthday to... Queen Elizabeth II, who is 96 today. Oh, my goodness. And happy birthday to one of our favorites, Tony Danza, who is 71 from Who's the Boss? There's a time for love and a time for living. You take a chance and face the wind. Open road and a road that's hidden. A brand new life around the bend. There Lost a dream anyway, Tony Danza turning 71 years old today. But then again, Brandon, we have even a greater celebrity in my presence oh, whose birthday is today. His name is Brandon Baxter, oh. and he's my co-host. And we all want to wish you a very special happy 50th birthday. No, see, that's not how this goes. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. And you know what? In honor years. of you, we are going to party. Like you like to say, we are partying. Oh, yeah. All day long. And you know what I'd like to say, Brandon? What's that? Happy birthday yeah. to my good friend, hey. Brandon Baxter. There we go. You guys can celebrate me all day today. I'm accepting cash and <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> what? Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'm a little bit disappointed in Kelly today that she didn't bring any party favors by. Let me just tell you. I was hoping y'all. for horns and Let streamers. Me, yeah, you love giving full disclosures. Let me give you all a full disclosure that celebrating Brandon's birthday, we have a coworker that came down and put a uh, a note on the door that said... Um, Don't read the first. Okay. No, no. Happy that, birthday. No, you can't read Snoop because if you try to read Snoop words, yeah, you're, right. you're probably going to say bad words. Because, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says, my gift to you is not bothering you today. <laughs> and y'all, it's because he all the time is like, why are people always bothering me? So like, that is her gift to you. It's not what I do. So, oh, did it's I? Not, it's okay. not. Okay. Well. So anyway, uh, I know people around the state are going to be honoring uh, me today, erecting <laughs> statues and things of that oh. nature. I do want to say a shout out. I want to give a Brandon Baxter in the morning high five. <laughs> high five. To Williams Baptist, um, actually, yeah, to Williams Baptist in Walnut Ridge because they're doing something really cool. They're about to put together a 4,200 square foot meat processing facility uh, there on the campus. And this is going to give people who are a part of the Works Initiative program an opportunity to work. And uh, the wow. deal is in Arkansas, there's a shortage of meat processors. So Williams Baptist is stepping up. And they're going to uh, make this big part uh, of their campus. That's awesome. A 4,200-square-foot meat processing facility is headed to Williams Baptist. So that deserves a Brandon Baxter Mm -hmm. in the morning high five. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is April 21st. And today in pop culture in 1986, 
Randy Travis put out a song that he had to re-release. So the first time he put out the song, it wasn't a hit. The second time Randy Travis put out this song, it went to number one. The song? But on the other hand, his first number one. There's a In his second release. Today in pop culture in 1998, Faith Hill released the studio album called Faith, and that featured this. It's the way you love me. It's a feel like this. It's centrifugal motion. It's perpetual. Today in pop culture in 2008, Alan Jackson put out this single. Sing along, boasting for songs, rally friends all night long. Good time. And today in pop culture in 2016, it was a sad day for music fans all over the world as Prince was found dead at his home in Minnesota back in 2016. But Prince left behind a legacy of hits that we'll never forget. So many classics. Come on. The kind you find in a second hand store. I love me so much. Yeah. The most beautiful girl in the world. I mean, think about the hits. I mean, we could go on and on with friends. Wow. There you go, some friends. Today is April 21st, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. So far, I uh, appreciate everybody who's reached out and been sweet. You know, your birthday comes around once a year, and for the most part, people aren't nice to you except for on your birthday, so I look forward to this uh, 365 days. Somebody just come get me and just... What? I, mm. Yeah. I did get a good message here. Can I read you one of my messages? And I got to respond uh, to these because we're trying to do photos in here too. So, oh yeah, we're the, all over the, the place. worst responder in the world. It's his birthday, and he's getting tons of uh, messages. Good luck, guys. <laughs> no, I'll respond to everybody today. Oh, because it's your birthday. They don't need anything. Nobody needs. Oh anything. my gosh, Brandon, don't say that stuff out loud. I want to read one to you, and this is my favorite one so far. It says, "Happy birthday." Make Kelly be nice to you today. You're making that up. That is true. It sounds like you're reading no. a forced makeup. 100% true. What's the name on the text? Um, Angie. I can't see that far. What? I can't see that far. Oh, Archie. Archie. Archie Mason. Oh, uh, our pastor friend, oh. the preacher, wants you to be nice to me today. Oh. He wants the entire congregation at Central Baptist to wish me a happy okay, birthday. Okay, now you're you're putting words in his mouth. No, he said no. that. He, Brandon, he did not say that. Oh, I can't say that about a preacher. He wants you to pass the offering plate. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no, you can't say that either. But see, even he knows, and he's known you since you were a little kid. That's true. That you're you probably aren't going to be that kind to me today uh, on a day on a day where I'm totally 100 percent in party mode. Party okay. Mode, party mode, party Brandon, you can't party with a preacher. Oh, yeah. Preachers party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't know. I mean, 
I'm not saying it's going to be a bad party or anything like that. Okay. So anyway, I appreciate the text messages and stuff like that. It's funny, though, because like this is an age where I thought when I was a kid, I thought the age I am today was an old age. Right. And then I look at myself and I'm like, do people think I'm old if I say my age? Because I don't think I feel like I'm old, but maybe younger people think, oh, my gosh, he's old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as a kid, whenever I saw somebody was going to hit 40, you know, you'd give them the balloons that said over the hill and all that kind of stuff. And like we were positioning them as if they were just old. We thought that they were very close to passing away. Right. And so I'm in the mid 40s now. I hit 45 today and I start thinking, oh, my gosh, I remember thinking this was an ancient age. And even like when I was in my early 20s, I thought those who were 45 were old. And I'll never forget one of my stories. uh, One of my early stories in Memphis wrestling was I got here in 95 um, and I was 18. I believe Jerry Lawler, the king, was probably in his mid 40s, maybe upper 40s. And I would get on television and talk about Jerry Lawler, you old man. Right. Oh, man. And I remember him pulling me aside and he was like, hey, let's not do that. You know, because I guess, you know, nobody wants to be presented as old, especially when they don't feel old. So how would you feel if an intern introduced you as an old man? I would not like it. And so here we are on Channel 5 television in Memphis. Right. And it's going out all over the Mid-South. And here I am calling the king old. Wow. I'm surprised he's still your friend. Well, and I even said my first interview, if you go back and you find it, it was June the 3rd of 1995. I said, oh, here comes Jerry Lawler. Why don't you go grab your walker, old man? I'll never forget saying it like that. The disrespect. And he's basically the age I am now. Oh, man. Isn't that wild? (laughs) Did you bring your walker today? I didn't bring my walker. (laughs) But it is. It's just, um, you know, you reflect on your Mm -hmm. birthday. You think about all the people that have been a part of your life and have meant so much to it and all the experiences and Man, if you could write a book on life and and then pass that on and you want to teach the lessons to your kids and make sure they don't make the same mistakes that we made. You're writing the story of your the second part of your life. Write a book. See, I remember at the age of 30, uh, I was working with Booger at the time, right? He was my co-host. And he came in and he's like, I want to play a song on your birthday. I was 30 years old. I felt like I was old at 30. Uh, yeah. And, uh, he wanted to play, let's see here, the Tim McGraw song. Let me see if I can find it. Then I'm going to oh, play it for Oh, Brandon. You. What? The, the really, the good one. The good one? What do you mean the good well, one? Well, there's lots of good ones, but the one about what you should do. My next 30 years. That's, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. So this is basically life. And this was 15 years ago. My next 30 years, I'm going to settle all the scores. Cry a little less. That's not happening. Laugh a little more. Maybe that though. Find a world of happiness without the hate and fear. Figure out just what I'm doing here. That's 15 years ago when I turned 30 and thought I was old. It's wild how life goes. But I do appreciate so much. Uh, all the people that uh, you know are a part of our lives and listen and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to get hyper-emotional today, but uh, I'll save that for off the air. We'd like to wish you a happy birthday. And I appreciate this opportunity and the fact that we connect with so many people around the state. I'll never take that for granted. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most Wanted. Number five. I'd have a Friday night crowd in the palm of my hand. Couple brown liquor, couple buddies and Luke Combs doing this song at number five. Number four. I'm just trying to keep my daughters off the pole. My son's out of jail. Trying to get the church. Walker Hayes 
AA is song number four. Number three. I hope you hit those gold streets on two wheels. I hope you mansion in the sky's got a ten acre field with some Marty, give heaven some hell. Song number three. Number two. Mr. I'll take your roses. If you put all the thoughts. Ernest and Morgan Wallen. Song number two. Number one. Come on now. Swing on back. Bring whatever's been on your mind. Locals on tap. And bottles on ice. Living on feel good standard time. My card's on the bar. You got nowhere to be if you don't come through, buddy. That's on you, cause the beer's on me. It's Dirk Bentley, Breland, and Hardy. Beers on me. The most wanted song over the last 24 hours with Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. You had mentioned a day or so ago, you had mentioned Netflix had a documentary on Abercrombie and Fitch. Yes, and you were the first person I thought about because <laughs> I think you might be one of the only people that I know um, that I remember wearing a ton of Abercrombie and Fitch. It's all I would wear. And the reason I would wear that is because I had to leave town to go and get that, right? Like you had to travel out of town. You couldn't buy that in town. So I would go there, and since most people didn't go there to shop, you know, to one of the big uh, malls in the big city, I'd come back with Abercrombie because most people didn't wear it. Plus, it was supposed to be trendy and cool and stuff like that. Now, the issue with Abercrombie was most of their stuff was supposed to fit kind of tight and small, so you had to be in decent shape to do that. In hindsight, I was never in decent shape at that age. Like, I was either skinny or I was skinny fat. I was never in good shape. Skinny fat. Yeah, so if I go back and look at it now, I'm like, oh, so I thought I could pull that off. I weighed 125 pounds. <laughs> or I weighed 160 pounds and I had a pooch. Hmm, like a okay. little like a little uh, kangaroo. Oh, okay. So that's kind of how I was. So I didn't really fit the mold. And now I know why they never offered me a job at Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, well, so on your birthday, you're realizing something like really big time. What is it? I could never work there because I wasn't in good shape or very good looking. Oh, <laughs> I did. Uh, I would be very intimidated if I would walk into the mall and, uh, you know, somebody's there with you. You walk in, and there's this really good looking guy with his shirt off at the front of the store. <laughs> and I'm over here all frumpy. I'm like, oh, that's great. Get out of here, idiot. Wait, is that the place that you'd walk by and they'd have uh, perfume and cologne and, and there'd be people that would spray you with that? Do you remember spray that? You. Well, you would you would smell it when you would walk walk by their store. You could yeah. smell it. Abercrombie did that. I think all stores, you know, those stores like that. I even think Victoria's Secret might do that. Mm-hmm. A Hollister did that. But there's some secrets behind Abercrombie and Fitch I wanted to give you. So if you've been to the store, uh, you probably are going to go, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this." But uh, they were talking to people about uh, secrets from behind the scenes of Abercrombie and Fitch. And they said that uh, those models up front, right, like the guys who were wearing no shirt and they were jacked, or the girl who was wearing something really skimpy, you know, they were cute and young and all that kind of stuff. All they were allowed to say to you was, hey, how's it going? Like they couldn't say anything else. They wanted it to seem kind of informal and cool and laid back. Okay. They were coached into what to say. And it's, hey. How's it going? If y'all could see what his body posture is doing, you actually think you look really good saying that. He's kind of bouncing and he's <laughs> he's looking at his he's like how's it going? throwing his head back, going yeah. Yeah. yeah, how's it going? Hey, don't don't do that. I'm going to tell you not to do that. So people who work there were not allowed to use the words attractive or good looking, but that's what they were looking for. Like if you worked there, you were probably somebody deemed you to be fairly attractive. 
what they would tell people when they wanted to apply was they're looking for a natural look. But I'm telling you, most of the people who worked there didn't have the natural look like most of us. <laughs> so men had to wear their jeans one size bigger in the waist so you could see their underwear. Their Abercrombie wow. and Fitch underwear. Yeah. And they also, and this is kind of weird, they made sure that their shirts were one size smaller than they needed to be so their chest and their arms would look bigger. And they wanted their belt to hang down further. Hang on. Like we're, here. Okay. Were you this, the, uh, the uh, CEO of Abercrombie and Fitch at the time and <laughs> giving them their... Uh... It sounds like it does. <laughs> so basically they assigned people to go around and spray all of the clothes every 30 minutes. And there was a technique they wanted people to use. That way you walked in and that's the smell that you got. Uh, basically, they said that, um, uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. There was a manager. Uh, okay, so a girl goes in and wants to get the job, right? And goes up and says, hey, are you guys hiring? Can I get an application? One of the managers didn't think she fit the look and radioed in. You know how you could radio to the, to the earpiece and said, tell them that uh, we're full. We don't need any help. <laughs> Is that bad? Yes. And all guys had to be clean shaven. And if you went in with stubble or any type of facial hair, they'd make you go back and shave. Yeah. Wow. Abercrombie and Fitch, all kinds of secrets from behind the scenes. Plus, Netflix has that documentary. It's called White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. So if you remember going to the store, you remember wearing the (laughs) brand, you might want to check that out. Have lots of memories. Lots of very uncomfortable memories of really good-looking guys who are in really great shape. (laughs) And then there was me walking in. Huh. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I'm a fan of 90s country. Really, I've been a fan of country my entire life, but I really, I really love the 90s, right? Me too. All those big, uh, those big acts, those songs Mm -hmm. that were such a part of like, you know, my high school days, my junior high days, my, uh, you know, hey, I'm a single 18-year-old dude out there. I love country. And the Grand Ole Opry is doing something really special. It's going to start off on May the 16th and go all the way to the end of the year. It's going to be called the Opry Loves the 90s Experience. Oh, my goodness. And what they're going to do throughout the rest of the year, once they begin on May the 16th, is they're going to have interactive uh, tours and and exhibits at the Grand Ole Opry. They're going to have special in-show Opry programming. They're going to have 90s-themed Opry Plaza parties and surprise collaborations and surprise performances from the 90s. And again, it's called Opry Loves the 90s. Let me give you an idea of some of the people who are committed to go and perform, okay? I'm in before you even say the people's names. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like Garth Brooks. You can't do the 90s without Garth. What about Alan Jackson? Terry Clark is committed. Clint Black says he's doing this with the Opry. I don't know. What about Trisha Yearwood? Reba's going to be a part of it. Martina is going to be a part of this. I mean, is this not awesome? Yeah. It's Opry Loves the 90s, also featuring Travis Tritz. I'm gonna be somebody. Come on now. One of these days I'm gonna break these chains. I love this. I'm gonna be somebody someday. 
then it all begins on May the 16th and runs the rest of the year. It's Opry Loves the 90s, and it's going to be happening in Nashville. So yes. make plans. Surprise appearances and collaborations mm-hmm. from the biggest stars of the 90s. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, a big shout out to me today. It <laughs> is my birthday. I'm 40, uh, 31 today. Uh-huh, 31. So I don't know if you realize this, but I started very young. Yes. I was 11 when I started down the hall. You were really a, a radio prodigy. I was. Uh, so anyway, I appreciate everybody who's reached out today. It's been real sweet and we've had fun. And, uh, you know, birthday shows are always kind of weird because it's like, how do you balance having fun and not caring with caring? Right. Yeah, I get it. Well, are, do you all have big plans tonight for your birthday? You know, I'm sure there's been things put together, probably, I don't know, like a parade and a parade. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we'll probably that. bring over, you know, maybe actually we'll probably come here and take birthday photos. Well, you should I have a birthday suit. I'm going to wear, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I've got plans tonight. <laughs> I do appreciate all of you. Though. Brandon Baxter in the morning, Arkansas's morning show on your radio. If you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, all kinds of fun for my birthday. We celebrate <laughs> me a bunch. Yeah. I was made to do a, uh, I was forced to post about your birthday, actually. No, you actually. weren't forced to. You were going to post something, so mm. you might as well make it something good. Okay. Also, we celebrate kindergarten today, and I talk about why my life has been scarred by my kindergarten experience. Uh, there's Arkansas schools doing really big things to grow the future. We talk about that. We talk behind the scenes of Abercrombie and Fitch, some crazy things you might not know. Also, uh, the Grand Ole Opry is getting ready to do a deal to honor 90s country. We talk about that and kind of recap how fun that can be. All of that on today's podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The first season finale of Ghosts. We have Watch What Happens Live with Kaylee Cuoco. We also have the second season premiere of The Flight Attendant that does star Kaylee Cuoco. And it's really good. That's on HBO Max. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.